What is going on, Internet? Welcome back to another episode of Nerdy Nomicron. We're at episode 10. We made it. We made it, guys. 10. 10 woo. episodes. Yeah, woo. Fucking woo is right. Hell yeah. <laughs> episode 10. That's awesome. As always, I am your host, Alex, a.k.a. Snurfin, and joining me, my two favorite bros on the planet, Ryan, a.k.a. Sin the Tick. Just kidding, synthetic. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Oliver the Vonstrosity Ruiz. Hey, what up? How's everybody doing? We're doing good. You got damn right. Uh, so we just saw Dune recently. Yes, we did. And today is going to be unstructured for those of you listening at home going, wait, what's on the docket? Fuck the docket today. <laughs> <laughs> today. Episode 10 special. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the docket special. I might even I might even put that as the title of this episode. The fuck the docket <laughs> special. <laughs> Do it. Let's see why not. I just hope our wonderful producer sees it and does it for me. Um. Yeah, we saw Dune recently, and I have a lot of questions. How does everybody else <laughs> feel about it? <laughs> yeah, I've let it I've let it simmer for a few days, and my opinion of it is no different than when we walked out of the theaters. I think. <laughs> And and for everybody at home, what what opinion was that? That was like, uh, wow, that movie was a whole lot of something and nothing at the same time. Right. And you and I definitely agree in that sense, because that's exactly what I got from it. There's so much happening on screen and yet not a whole lot happening. Yeah. Like it in, was a... in terms of plot. Like it's it felt like they drag dragged drug dragged. dragged like they dragged everything out to as slow as possible yeah, to, tell, you got, to tell their story because you got to make it visually beautiful right and and that it was brian <laughs> what do you think okay so i liked it but i also thought it was quite boring for very much the same reasons that you guys were just talking about it it had a lot of substance but because we had no closure on anything it felt like we got nothing out of this movie well yeah it was so long drawn out and then they gave you nothing to supplement. Yeah. Like, yeah like, we dragged out the story and cliffhanger ending. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Like I, I knew going into this movie that it was going to be a part one of two thing and that they were going to have a bit of a cliffhanger ending, but I could imagine the majority of people going into it, you don't notice it's a part one until the title screen shows up and it's like Dune part one. And you're like, what the fuck? Isn't this like a whole movie? I'm pretty so, certain I heard somebody in the theater go part one. Yeah, part one. <laughs> Where you been? Yeah, this movie's exactly. been out for a few days. Everybody heard it on the internet. It's part one. We know it's a Dune two coming. Yeah, you shouldn't be surprised. Yep. What what I found interesting is that they were banking on this movie to do so well to then greenlight a part two. They didn't already have a part two greenlit, which I guess you know I, I don't know. Is that like a maybe a budget thing because then the budget would be stretched out across two movies? <laughs> well, I'm wondering if they seen the projections. It hit budget or over budget and they were like yeah we'll do another one <laughs> probably honestly i bet it was just <laughs> look like, and, just and... Waiting for open weekend results to come in and then as soon as they Ooh. hit the numbers right yeah they just yeah i think it was it. i think it was 40 million opening weekend and to clarify i also liked this movie i thought it was a one hell of a spectacular spectacle yeah me three um I like the tone, the setting, the color palette. Holy fuck, was it dark, but like it was still like Dune itself. It's a weird fucking story in like this weird gothic 
sci-fi fantasy tone. And the thing is, is I didn't know Dune was a sci-fi fantasy. I thought it was just a sci-fi with with the pew-pew lasers and some shields and half-naked sting. But (laughs) 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 when it made the switch with all the psychic stuff to to sci-fi fantasy, it made it that much more intriguing for me. And I want to know more. But I want it to tell me the story. I want to be able to watch this and come away from this full story knowing exactly what transpired and why things are happening the way they are and maybe a little insight as to, I don't know, maybe why do you have psychic folk? How many different psychic abilities are there? Yeah, like, I feel like the way they introduced, like, what little they introduced of the world in the movie has to be explained in the second movie and it's either going to be a really good explanation or a really bad one. Well, I'm hoping for the the former on that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Cause... I just hope they don't get caught in like the Star Wars Episode Nine uh, issue where they had too many things to resolve by the end of it because they just moved at such a slow pace through the other movies uh, to a point where they right. just having to rush their uh, conclusions on a lot of these things. Well, see, well, that, that, yeah, go ahead. See that that that's exactly what I'm wondering with the fact that they didn't greenlight the second movie until the first movie did well because they were going to leave us all on that cliffhanger. Um, and I'm assuming it's just going to be two parts, because that's what I've heard. But others seem to think that it's a three-parter, which I'm not too sure. Well, I mean, if they wanted Peter Jackson that shit, by all means, I will go watch it, because <laughs> I need closure. But but it's if it's three movies with this pacing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm expecting the second movie to pick up the pace a bit. It seemed that, you know, there were some, not foreshadowed elements, but like visions i guess that the that the main character had um that uh showed us some cool battles that might show up in the second movie well right but who the fuck was i don't care spoilers people like this is a discussion yeah no this (laughs) this isn't a spoiler free discussion who or what the fuck was was connecting with him psychically what was Mm -hmm. who or what was speaking to him all the time like that entire fucking time that 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 sinister whisper. Who the fuck is that? My guess, not having read the books, it's probably going to come off as a really stupid guess, but um, or the book. Uh, my guess is that it's going to be some party that we're going to be introduced that are part of the Fremens. Right. That's what I think, that it's some kind of um, shaman ritualistic group or something like that. I'm going to take my long shot not knowing a damn thing about this. It's the worm. It's the worm. They keep Ooh. referring to the one worm. It's got a whole fucking, I'm going to assume, an entire cult to it. Because that one chick, the worm rider, she's like, what does she say to that dude? I only serve one master. And she named the worm by name. I don't know what the name is, and I'm not even going to try to butcher that for everybody across the internet. So, um, But you do see her riding the worm later on in that movie. What if the worm is a is like a like a like a godlike being? You might not be too that's, far off, honestly. That's a, that's pretty good. Uh, pretty good guess. That is an that's, interesting guess. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I just thought that that whole thing was just literally, oh hey, we ride worms. That's how we get around. But like, I mean, and that's that a much better idea. Well, that, could, <laughs> that could very well be it, though. Like they could just be worm riders. That could be the yeah. way of people. Yeah, like I to still me, feel that like they put too much emphasis on it, though, and just like the fact that these worms are essentially these untouchable beings that they have to work around, and there's nothing they can do about it. Well, exactly that. That was my interpretation of it: is that they're among the they're among the wolves, not 
you know they're not like the wolves of the of the world like they're bottom of the food chain uh the worms are the ones who rule yeah so why not gods you know what i mean like some sort of leviathan god yeah that's like i i I can agree with that is what i'm saying i mean i'm curious how these worms even just on like a scientific standpoint how they get enough energy to be as big as they are and move as fast as they do while consuming metal and rocks and i don't know what else might live on that planet that would because sci-fi fantasy magic (laughs) sci-fi maybe they eat sand and they can convert that to energy who knows well they are responsible for the spice which is like space bath salts cocaine something yeah it's some kind of interstellar fuel well they use it for a lot but do they use it as spice does it does it taste good (laughs) i don't (laughs) know it's a hallucinogen which is a kind of cool property i imagine if like astronauts just they wear those suits in in that time period just so that they don't get high rather than stay safe from the elements of space sure it is definitely <laughs> a hallucinogen though you are right on so the they board. can ride the worms but it's <laughs> but it's <laughs> got to be that high <laughs> but the worms are responsible for the spice it's it's like worm poo and like decaying worm all make up the spice mm. spice melange sounds good i'd try it <laughs> you fucking would. <laughs> you just want the the blue glowing eyes. Honestly, those that's not a bad look. <laughs> no, it's not a bad look. It's a pretty dope look. Yeah. You know, I had a had a point, a next point I wanted to make, and I totally forgot it. <laughs> mm, so oh okay. no, no, no! I got it. I got it back. Um, according to a lot of the, like the reviews and stuff that I've seen online so far, apparently it's very well adapted from the source material. A lot of people seem to be happy with it. That's so I'm, what it I've makes heard. me wonder, right? So, and even Vic at work has read these books forever ago. Um, and I'm curious as to like, oh no, I'm losing it. No, I lost oh. it. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> no. Where did I start? Source. Uh, the books are close to review. Uh, oh, sorry. sorry the, close to, yeah, the reviews. The, the, the source material. The source material. I'm wondering. Yeah. I'm wondering. Are the books written as confusing? Like, do they kind of just drop you in it? As a as a literary device, are the books and as I, slow paced? As slow paced and as confusing as as the movie is. Like, are, are just, we getting a true to scale? I just imagine that there's like chapters and chapters of them describing the sand dunes and the area that they're in, only for like, it to just <laughs> like at, it's on a just Tolkien sand, level. Bro. <laughs> Six pages as to how green the fucking trees are in the forest. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> With like Dostoevsky like level detail. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. The the movie really made it feel like that was how the book read. It was like a... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, for me, I like the movie because it was just like an interesting kind of concept. Like, so there's an empire that kind of rules like a mass corporate thing where they can just tell other families, like royal families, what to do. Yeah. And so Arrakis is just a sand world that just happens to have the most valuable resource on earth and the people there like that that's what I'm wondering is are the people there have they always been there because they were saying human a lot but so they're not human or they are human they've just kind of evolved well, and, and, because of the spice right and that's the thing so yes they do say human a lot because I think there are some beings that are not human uh, yeah, okay I, so like the like no, the whoever whoever the fucks um uh Oh goddamn! Oh, Drax. you mean <laughs> What's this who? Name? Sorry, the guy that plays Drax. That's also in that. Why am I oh. blanking? 
on thank you, Dave Batista. Holy Dave fuck. Dave Batista, yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have smoked before this. God damn. Oh, have some tangerine dream. Motherfucker, it's only 12%. I shouldn't be phasing this hard. Holy crap. <laughs> um, I, I think Batista's people, I don't think they're human. I think there's some sort of humanoid. Yeah, they're like some being. kind of... Well, I mean, for me, it was the 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 lack of hair and the pale pale complexion that kind of mm. gave it away that yeah. these are like underworld people, vampires, who knows? And all the throat singing. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that was that was a fucking dope scene, though. I'm not gonna lie. That was like you're seeing their army stack up, and there's just guys in the towers doing like that that fucking guttural, yeah, evil yeah. Th- throats. Like I that gave me gave me the nerd bumps. I was like, oh, this is dope. Like it's it's stuff like that that happens throughout the movie where you just get these fucking awesome visual meals. Yeah, I'm um, I'm like, I'm fuck thinking this that movie's beautiful, but holy crap, its plot is so goddamn slow. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> I'm thinking that this is the kind of sci-fi world that doesn't really um, have aliens that really look alien. Everyone just kind of evolved to be humanoid, but they're all different. And maybe the people of Arrakis are different. So there's a I lot of secrets going on there. About the books and the uh, like, all of Dune is set like ten thousand years in the future to a point where humanity has expanded their empire across the universe. So I think that they are technically human. They're just like ancient descendants from the humans that came there and have just been born in like tribes on this planet until a point where they are now just the people of that planet, like over thousands of years. Mm. Oh, okay. So one thing that struck me is that you were 10,000 years in the future and we're using like, we're, we're still using like thick armor yet. We have like a shield on top of that right. and we're doing we're doing ornithopters, which is what are those cool helicopter-looking things? Dragonfly things? Yeah, the dragonfly things. An ornithopter. One of the dopest motherfucking vehicles I have ever seen in my. I life. know. I, I had to, so cool. I actually had to look it up. That's a real thing that has been made as far back as like the 1900s. Um, that but... specific design, flying like a. Not that specific design, but the the method of flying with the flapping. Oh wings rather than like the fuel you know um projection or whatever and gliding that planes do sure yeah was it effective form of flight apparently it gets more effective the greater the frequency of the flapping um but the problem why haven't they done this then why don't we have probably because it's moving parts and moving parts get damaged over time whereas like if you just had a gliding that's why uh, out of better materials or do I mean, we yeah just, that's true or, or just, do our our worldly materials not fucking stack up enough to be able to handle that kind of science i mean maybe i think there's like a roof to it i only did some quick wikipedia browsing but it seemed like as you got bigger um your mass cubes whereas your surface area just you know um squares so basically your mass would eventually get way too big for the surface area of the um, of the wings to actually sustain flight. You would just be way too heavy. So you couldn't have anything that was bigger than maybe like one person big. But that's just what I found interesting in this movie is that like it's the year 10,000 and they're using this technology that even we've deemed to be, um, little, you know, not, not worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, a little dated. Same issue in the movie when they were trying to evacuate the uh, the people off of that rig. It could only fit a couple of them per ship. So good call. Yeah. So yeah, kind of looks like they had that constraint as well. 
I'm wondering if it's maybe like cheap and it, it looked like they had way better technology. Like a lot of the ships that came down during the invasion sequence, um, those obviously looked way more futuristic from what I could tell because they weren't shaped in any particular way. They were just like spheroid and they would just like kind of float everywhere. You didn't really didn't really right. see where its method of flight came from. So that's what I would expect from the future. Definitely. I mean, I think those were like the Emperor's uh, fleet, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of uh, a lot of race names that I, I apart from like the Fremen, yeah, uh, and in humans, I don't really remember much of the other races. Yeah, I just know the the badass fighters were the Sardaukars or something like that. Oh, right. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Sardaukar or Sar Sarkadar. I don't know. Um, <laughs> But they seem they seem pretty badass and at fighting. Right. But yeah, that, it was that just... was the that was the that was Batista's people, right? No, Batista's people were a different race. The Sardaukars were the it. ones that were wearing like the white armor and had like the three the three claw marks on their armor. I think it was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was those guys. Yeah, I guess. But I was... Batista's people they start starts with an H, right? Like an H O M H M M. I don't actually. I didn't actually pick up what their race name was, but I know they're just like the House Hakar. Isn't that what it was? I'm not certain. Oh, yeah. I want to say it was like House Batar Bakaron. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> I I don't know how I already forget these names. They weren't that complicated, but whatever. But yeah, so all I really got from this movie was House Atreides is a is a big deal. Yeah. Apparently, so big that it threatens the empire. Apparently, so the emperor, who we never see but only hear of, pretty much gets them to take over all the spice production on fucking Arrakis and leaves them with nothing, only because he's jealous and plans to take them out on Arrakis away. I'm assuming from the prying eyes of the rest of the galactic civilizations. Um, and and then and then what, Paul? Timothy Chalamet's character is uh, is some sort of prophesied messiah in in the eyes of these people. Yeah, well, for the Fremen, he's he's technically like, well, he will become the character that uh, that they worship as like a deity. That was and, like what, what shadowing in this movie, right? And it's because he's male and has the power of the of the voice, right? Um, partially, it kind of extends past the voice. I mean, I don't know how much you guys want me to. Well, and he's no, no, fuck, talk about it. Yeah, yeah, go on. Okay, so basically, like from this point, his next step in his journey is uh, like finding out his power, which is essentially like omnipotent vision, so he can see the past, present, and future at any time he pleases. Gotcha. Sick. Yeah, so the the emperor is more he's he's not just fighting them. He's trying to get rid of all of the major houses because it splits up control of the rest of the colonies of humanity. So he's essentially starting uh, like an intergalactic war to take over all of existence. And in order to do that, he needs to get rid of his primary uh, houses. So he's making them fight each other. Oh, yeah. so it's not that he hates House Atreides, he hates both houses, or wants to get rid of There's both like houses. There's like five of them. There's like five or six yeah. houses. He's just trying to get rid of all of them, I'm pretty sure, is uh, is how so they're going to have them fight each other and then swoop in and take over after everybody's weeping. Basically, yeah. So does Dune just take place focusing on these few houses, or are we going to see more of the houses in the sequel? Um, so I think we see the entire thing come to a close in the third book. 
and I do I know how it ends with Paul's story, but I don't know to like what extent the events leading up to it happen. Well, see, because I'm a little bit confused because you know Alex, you know Alex was on point talking about how the Empire wanted to get rid of House Atreides. At least but, that's how it, they made it seem in the movie. Yeah, yeah, totally. But then it's weird because um, Dave Batista's house, um, man, I'm not coming up with a, a name for it, but um, they were talking in the conversation, <laughs> they were talking about how the Empire didn't want them to touch them and that they were only going and that they were going to hurt them by by making them like what what was it? It was something along along the lines of you can make it so that the elements that they're fighting on Iraq Arrakis, that was the name of the planet, right? Were were going to consume them, basically. Yeah, I I do remember the part you're talking about where he was saying like the this um, really harsh. Yeah, and then basically the next scene they were like, oh, invasion, and I was like, well, that's not exactly like letting letting them be consumed by by the planet and like not being able to survive it. Because I thought the whole thing that they were going for was that they were going to get there and that all the machinery, because, you know, you saw that one um, spice collecting machine with the 20 crew that that couldn't be airlifted when the worm was on its way. You saw that like fail fantastically. Right. So I was thinking that they were that that was kind of going to be the way they were going to do it. They were going to do it by sabotage. You know, they had the one guy hiding in the wall with like an air tube that um got the hunter seeker to seek out paul so i don't know to me it almost seemed like they were supposed to go like incognito here but then they were just like yeah let's let the elements of the planet take take care of them and then it was like oh just kidding we're actually full-on invading you guys in the middle of the night yeah i don't remember if that was ever explained yeah so that's what i just found a little bit confusing that that it turned out that way and i don't know if i missed like a dialogue or something but and especially since they were trying to do this under the because they were trying to do this without being caught by the empire yet they kind of went like full brazen but i guess you're right that it was just this happening alone on arrakis is is out of the eyes of the the majority of the empire right so and that's house harkonnen harkonnen, harkonnen. oh you looked yeah, at okay it. thank you yeah. yeah well i look i just i was like fuck it. i got to look at the the dune houses there are um i don't know like 60, 70 of these houses? Oh, oh, wow. Okay. I mean, the galaxy is a big place. That would make sense if there's 60 or 70. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's huge. Uh, a lot that we don't... I'm not sure if we heard or, or had seen. That's kind of crazy um, that in, like, three books they mention 60 or 70 different houses. Yeah, no kidding. Must and be hard just, to keep track of that. That's, just, of that's just, like, major houses. I don't even know if it's actually 60. Let's go closer to 50. Okay. Um, and, so, then there's, and then there's a couple of minor houses, too. Game of Thrones has nothing on this. Yeah, <laughs> man, I, mean, I almost like, feel like the pacing could set this up for a better TV run than like a trilogy of movies, like it seems to be. Yeah, I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I feel like like the Lord of the Rings show that Amazon is getting. I think they could do some fantastic work. That's well, true. Yeah. That because then you could pace the story out however which way you want it. If you wanted to drag it out a little bit, at least you have episodes that you can do that with. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel like this movie felt like three episodes just put together. Like <laughs> the show, and we ended on the mid-season mark, and now we're waiting a couple months for it to pick up again. Yeah, like like episode one could have been, you know, the the prologue, them getting 
onto Arrakis and then just like chilling there. And then maybe the hunter seeker or the start of the invasion would be the end of the first episode. End of the second episode is, I guess, the end of the invasion. And the end of the third episode would have been something like when they when they got to um, that rocky outcrop and and with Javier Bardem. Yeah. I could, I could see that. And that's what I was honestly thinking as well, that it, it could have been better as a TV series, um, you know, like a well-paced TV series, um, not one with like 20 episodes, but... Um, 13. You could, you could squeeze out 13 and be able to add a little more yeah. explanation and exposition. For sure. Yeah, that's true. But I just from... You guys have seen Blade Runner 2049? No. Yeah, yeah okay. Because... Dennis Villanueva, his his kind of whole shtick is that he does these long, um, like scenic shots and whatnot, and he, I, I think he just paces his movies very slow, and I think that was a deliberate um effort on his part to pace this movie that slow, just because for me, I think it's just his artistic expression of the world and whatnot, and I mean it was a really good artistic expression, but it's oh, definitely yeah. not something that everyone likes and i personally i I liked it in this i didn't like it in blade runner 2049 with a story like blade runner 2049 you kind of needed it to be a bit more fast paced but in dune i don't know have you seen the original blade runner yeah i have but i also didn't like that heaping right heaping trash bin fire yeah 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 so they just got the guy with the artistic style that i don't know everyone's not going to agree with I'm well, I'm pretty on the fence except, about it. I mean, like I said before, like I said at the top, I I do like this movie. It is fascinating. Yeah. Um, just confusing is all. I think I'd like it better if if it did already have like a part two or three like lined up, kind of the way you know Terminator did it, or the last Harry Potter movie did it, or Avengers did it, where they had part two coming out a year from now or something like that. You know, because I just. It it just kind of bugs me that Hollywood went this way with it, and they were just like, you know what, like fuck the fans or whoever ends up liking it. Like if this movie doesn't do well, we won't even do a part two. So why even do a part one at all? Either make it a cohesive story, or make it with a plan, or you're actually going to give you know a, the story and not just wait for the movies to do good before continuing on. I think that's just like a really brazen approach to it. And I kind of don't agree with it. Seriously. And think about it from like the actor's point of view as well. Like what if they hated aspects of filming this movie? Maybe they just despise working with this director or like, I don't know, any number of things that uh, we see in sci-fi movies, like the suits are terrible to work in and all that. And they decide they don't want to continue with the next movie. If they haven't even greenlit it before this, they're not necessarily signing contracts for multi-movie deals at this point. They're not That's even true. Make a second. I I honestly think the only reason a lot of it, a, a, the movie happened was because they had so many big names attached to the project, and that in and of itself could have made it the Hindenburg in terms of movies. You know, like it could have yeah. been loaded with so much good talent, and then the movie flops just because of you know the pacing and not everyone liking it. And but you know what? It it I guess it turned out well enough for a part two. Um. But I'm just thinking um, along the lines of what you said, Ryan, and just what if like one of the actors just goes to the 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 premiere of it and they were just like, yeah, I had exactly like two scenes in the movie, yet I was, you know, promoted exclusively in the fucking trailer, you know, Zendaya, hint, hint. Like, <laughs> Seriously. 
Zendaya like, in like her five lines and uh, I don't know, maybe maybe two minutes consecutive screen time. Yeah, <laughs> and your slap yet, all together. Yeah, was in almost every single tra- trailer. That... Well, they had they have to. Zendaya is like she's the she's the, the she's the new hotness right now. Yeah. Everybody yeah. wants Zendaya for their projects. It it kind of you know I know people have stage names and whatnot, but it kind of bugs me that she just goes as like Zendaya. Like <laughs> I don't know. Little little bit of a pet peeve with that one, but whatever. Is it? Uh, do you take issue with like Pink or Adele or? Yeah, but I think who else yeah, has but... these one word? No, Sting? but that's. Sting? <laughs> is that what they go by when they're in movie credits? Yeah. Because I, I feel like not everyone does it as, you know, Zendaya, she's what, like a Disney star or something like that? I have no idea. I honestly can't remember. I think she was originally, yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Was she not in uh, The Greatest Showman? Yeah, she was. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, the score of this and, movie. Oh, sorry. So I was just going to say, and don't be surprised if you start seeing her show up more and more in the future. Her and uh, and Tom yeah. Ball. Yeah, definitely. And Timothy Chalamet. Well, I mean. Yeah. Like, I'm like right. he's he's going to be Wonka in the new mm-hmm. film, which could be interesting. Right. When was this when was this trailer teased? Announced? Uh, it wasn't a it wasn't a trailer. It was they've only just started filming. I believe it was just a single picture of him as Wonka that was released. Hmm. And it was like two, three weeks ago, I think, that it was released. Oh, oh something in that it. time frame. It. Yeah. It, and I'm all I know is that it's supposed know. to be it's supposed to be like a prequel of like how he got his his factory or whatever. Are we gonna learn like the real story about Oompa Loompas? Or is this before Oompa Loompas? <laughs> he just like kidnaps midgets from children's oh, homes oh, and paints. Little them. people. <laughs> little people. Little people. Sorry. You can't say that. You can't say midget. From, and paints them orange and makes them sing. That's so wrong. <laughs> That's my bad. Little um, people. <laughs> can't remember what movie I saw it last, but they used that M word in it, and now it's in my head. But whatever. Um, uh, <laughs> it's just politically incorrect, is all. That's, yeah. That's, that's all yeah, right. that's true. And I don't. I don't want to yeah. upset anybody. Yeah, that's fair. Trust me, um, there are plenty of colorful things I would like to say about hmm. all different kinds of groups of folk but gotta keep it profesh not saying that you are unprofessional <laughs> but you know you know what i'm saying Fuck. yeah no i totally agree with you yeah that was more of a slip of the tongue thing um Freudian? i think that doesn't that have to do with sexual innuendos probably i don't know well i mean i don't know about your your <laughs> fantasies <laughs> well you can know if you want oompa oompa loompa <laughs> fetish oompa loompa fetish yeah Sing me the song. Sing me the song. <laughs> well, maybe with that uh, Wonka film, we'll get Hans Zimmer doing the score for that as well as Dune. You know, is that how you're going to work that in there? That's how you're going to. That's how, that's how I'm going to do it. Hans yeah, Zimmer. yeah. I mean, I really like the score. I don't know if you guys remember that scene where um, they were out in the mist just after those. I don't know what you call those old ladies in the black robes. I forget the name for them. I don't know the fates. Jesus, was that what they were? I thought they I had no, but that's <laughs> that's what the uh, what they reminded me. Oh, because they definitely had like a name. I think it started with a J. I can't remember. Oh, the the, the was it Ben the Jesuits? Ben a, Ben a... yeah, something like that. Jesuit definitely sounds familiar. Or Bessa, but um, Jesuit, Ben a Jesuit. It's B then J. They're BJs. 
BJ's. Sure. Yeah, we'll call him yeah, BJ's for sure. They they put his hand in the box instead of something else. Um, <laughs> but it was it was that scene where they were like walking away, and uh, Paul was talking to his mom like across the distance in the in the in the mist, I guess. And there was just this, or I guess even before that, when they first landed, um, there was just this like droning noise that was from the score that I just gave me the chills. And I was like, Oh shit. That. And like all the, like the creepy whisper shit, like in place of music, mm-hmm. like that stuff. Huh. Yeah. Like crazy. Just, it, it is a very dark Gothic chilling setting. I really yeah. did nail the fear of the movie. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's one thing that I appreciate about the movie is that the mix of Dennis Villeneuve and um, Hans Zimmer who is amazing live, by the way, is is just a really good duo, I think. It did That's how Ollie works that one in too. I mean I'm not just... working anything and I'm just I'm just gonna comment on that. No, but I saw him live. Once, I know. I and know, it was fucking great. He did Lion King. <laughs> All I'm saying well, is now you're got. now look you're at, getting at, me into it. Now look you're at Ollie. Into it. He goes to see Hans Zimmer. What have I done lately? <laughs> oh, this was years ago, but I will go oh, that's, again. That's awesome. You, you, you've seen like a, a brilliant. What is he? He's a he's a composer. composer. Yeah, a brilliant composer live. I would fucking kill yeah. for that. I'd love to see like John Williams live. Or, yeah, like um, or that other guy. Yeah, like you wouldn't think that you'd get chills from hearing like Hakuna Matata live, but you do. <laughs> and you know, he did a lot of his Interstellar and Man of Steel. Uh, Man of Steel was his too. Man of Steel was his, yeah. Yeah, just, no, I yeah. love the score to Man of Steel. Oh, I know, and, and just that, just that one song when Superman first takes flight is yeah. just like phenomenal live. Like I, I cannot get over it. If he's ever around again, I would totally go in a heartbeat. Yeah, you gotta let let us know or let me know. I don't know, Ryan. How do you feel about? Oh, I'd probably can, go to something like that. Yeah, just get real no, fucking high. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I, I went in with like zero expectation, and I, I was actually dragged to it by a friend, and I came out, <laughs> and I loved it. Dragged to it, eh? Was it a female friend? No, it wasn't. Hmm. It was just a friend friend. We don't have to always have female friends drag us to things, sir. Hey, I just says it like it is. It does happen. It does happen. I... <laughs> but this this wasn't a case for it. <clears throat> Still, that's pretty dope. Like, really dope, actually. Yeah. Oh, it is. Just like... When when they pull out the bass guitar, I that's when you're gonna feel all the like oh I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> who uh, who composed all the music for? Uh, I suppose I'll Google this while I'm asking. Um, Mad Max Fury Road. I don't I'm know. I sure. don't think that was Hans Zimmer. I'm just... Junkie XL Tom Holkenborg. Junkie XL. Now I feel like I'm supposed to know that. It sounds familiar. Dutch composer. Awesome. What is he responsible for? Oh, I think he did Deadpool and 300. Ooh, 300. No way. <clears throat> Let's see what I got here. Oh, I did Dead or Alive, the movie, <laughs> based off of the classic <laughs> fighting game. Uh, the Heineken Kidnapping, which I've only ever seen thumbnails for. Yeah, 300, Rise of an Empire, Divergent, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, uh, with... With Hans Zimmer and the Magnificent Six, I should uh, I should yeah. throw that one in. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road, Point Break, like the newer one that we don't need to talk about because that movie sucks. Oh yeah, no, it, it did horribly. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deadpool, Batman v Superman with Hans. Tomb Raider, he's responsible for that. Alita, Battle Angel, Terminator Dark Fate, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, Justice League. Jesus. Like yeah, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. Army of the Dead, Godzilla vs. Kong. Hell yeah. This guy's got quite the quite the extensive uh, rap sheet here. Yeah, like uh, like I'll be honest, I only really recognize when it is Hans Zimmer doing it. I feel like his music has a really unique, I don't know. It's pretty identifiable. I don't yeah. really pick up on other people. I'll, I'll always have to look it up when I don't well, recognize it's, it. It's like John Williams. John Williams has that that super recognizable kind of score. And he's responsible for, well, Star Wars, yes, but also like uh, uh, Harry Potter is a big thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Some yeah, the Harry Potter score was the, good. The original Harry Potter score was uh, was John Williams. Original as in like the first few movies? Did he do all as of them? In, um, one, yes. Two, I th- you know what? While I'm here, <laughs> here on the <laughs> internet, why don't I find out? Um, but I'm quite certain, he, I think you might be right. I think he was on board for the first two. Same with like Chris Columbus uh, as a director. Mm-hmm. He was on board for the first two and then fucked off. <laughs> fucked off. <laughs> That's just that's just what he does. Uh, let me just scroll down. Oh, that's orchestral work. Oh, come now, you've got to have more than just that. I don't like this. It's not as uh, not as cohesive as <laughs> as the Junkie XL page. Um, I've got theme from Jaws, nineteen seventy five. Star Wars, nineteen seventy seven. Close Encounters of the Third Kind from seventy eight, and then. A bunch of like concertos and orchestras, and that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for all the other shit. Oh, here we go. Music of Harry Potter, Superman somewhere, like original Superman? Like Christopher Reeve's Superman? It's quite possible. That would make sense. Filmed partially in Calgary area. Was it really? Yeah, Superman 3 and 4. You can actually see the Calgary Tower and uh, the C trains where where um, the library is now. Yeah. But looking west, a- at the C train, that uh, there's a scene in Spider-Man, uh, Superman Four, I believe. Yeah, that's cool. I did not know that. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Original Superman, like the 1980s version. Nice. Yeah. Had his mitts and everything. <laughs> Ryan, are you are you a, a composer nerd like we are? Do you have a? Unfortunately, not really. No. Yeah. Not overly familiar with many of them. I just know a couple of names. Oh, that's fair. Not everybody is uh, nerdy about music, or you know, awesome like us. I suppose you could say that. I will Couple say that you're not one of the you're not one of the cool kids anymore. Whoa. It's just Whoa. Ollie and I. Whoa! Kind of nerd. Ryan... Do you think, what kind of nerd do you think you are? You don't even have a favorite composer for movies. Just say like <laughs> Bach or something, Ryan. Just just pick one of the old ones. Uh, yeah, that Mozart. doesn't count. That doesn't count. Mozart. Mozart. There you go. Name three fucking songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> First, second, and third symphony. I don't know. <laughs> that's not a song. That's a symphony, which is a collection of songs. Well, look at who's the nerd now. Right. I'm not saying I'm not. <laughs> I am a music nerd. I can't read it or write it, whatever, but I can play drums. Yeah, you can read drum notation, right? Barely. Like, I understand Barely. it, but oh. I, comprehending it into action is hard for me. Oh, it's better if someone, if someone, or if I watch it done, then I can play it back. Because oh, at least with like the basic setup, it's the highest in you know the highest symbol is going to be your top note, and then your bass drum is going to be your bottom note, and you can just work your way from top to bottom reading it like that. 
At least that's how I was taught it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember how to read drum tabs at all. There. Like barely. I think I remember what the snare the snare symbol looks like, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I still like I still pass band two, three years that I took it in high school. Oh nice. Yeah. Um <laughs> my teacher didn't catch on until third year, but there was one other drummer, my buddy Sam, and we would always we would always pick the same final pieces to do to play at at, at the end of the semester. Um, and he could actually read music. So he would read it and play it. And then he would teach me afterwards. Like, and I would, because I could hear it and see it, I would just copy what he was doing. And then he would correct me wherever, he, wherever it needed. And then I would just pretend to read. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, I mean, dr- drums are really good for that, that it's, it's so easy to just watch somebody and, and play after them. It's like oh, Simon says. No, teacher, she, uh, she caught on. Um, in the final year there, because then she then opened up the music book and said, okay, well, you seem pretty advanced. Play this. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and I could not. Get called out. Oh, I don't care. She just laughed at me. She thought it was funny. But still, I still, hmm. got, you know, like, I still got like 90 in that class. Nice. Um, and that was all because of participation. And I could play music. It's not like I couldn't do it. I was capable of doing it. Just couldn't read it. My theory was garbage. I don't, I don't remember. I I can't transpose. I can't. Uh, I can't even read most sheet music. I can kind of read piano music. Yeah, it's been a while for me. I don't know if I would be able to pick up just. I think you know. I think like the anything. only thing I still remember how to read is guitar tabs, and that's because guitar tabs are simple, like way more simple than anything else I've ever read for yeah. me anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Ryan, did you play any instruments? No. No, I did not. I don't know how to read any kind of music. Well, you just don't know how to read either. Have you ever, like, just strummed your (laughs) fingers on guitar strings or anything like that? Uh, Like, only a couple of times. We never really uh, have, like, a a band class unless you signed up for it as, like, an extracurricular. Oh, what? Yeah, Yeah, that's what it was for me as well. It's like extra credits. Oh, you know, in high school, we had to take a, I'm pretty sure we had to take like some sort of arts credit and I'm not, I don't paint or draw or sculpt or sing (laughs) really. So uh, (laughs) I opted for um, keyboards one year, like, like piano keyboards, but keyboards. Oh, I was hoping it was going to be the, the keytar. God, no. Although (laughs) not going to lie, I low key would love to learn how to play the keytar. (laughs) <laughs> that'd be um, a sight to see wouldn't it that would also be yeah, a sight to behold <laughs> the spectacular snare guitar hero no it just <laughs> <laughs> what about um, as a dj could you see yourself be a dj oh god no i don't i couldn't keep up with that are you kidding me <laughs> there's a lot of preamble to that you got to set up your music you got to learn how to make cuts and, and put beats together properly and mix on the fly. I can't do that. Dude, I have a hard enough time editing our goddamn podcast. I don't, I don't think I could slap together music for three or three to, 16, <laughs> three to 16 hours in an event, you know? like Yeah, fair enough. I always see being a DJ mocked because it's like, oh, just plug in the USB and then just press play. But it's like, okay, but you have to at least cut the music in the first place. And I feel like maybe they don't get enough respect for that. Because it's not, I don't know, I still see people comparing it to not playing like a real instrument, you know? Oh, they should get respect for that. Mad props out to all the DJs in the world. Proper DJs. Just because 
it it is a it is an art form. It is a you, you need to know what you're doing. If you if you miss that beat, or you miss that drop. You've then lost your crowd, and once you lose your crowd, <laughs> you, you you pretty much lose momentum. If you lose momentum, you're done for the night. Or I hear I hear sometimes they're, they're, they just play songs where you expect the drop to happen, but then it just doesn't when it and it leads to some really funny YouTube videos. I've seen a couple of those. I feel like a lot of those might be staged. Oh, probably, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, funny nonetheless, but like. I don't know if, if DJs actually do that to be. I mean, it would be funny if they did, because how else are you going to fuck with people as a DJ, aside from play ridiculous music? Yeah, now they've gone kind of full circle, because some of them will... I mean, it's all it's all for show, but some of them will actually have kind of like a, a drum pad. Um, I've seen... I've seen videos. Oh yeah, and then like integrate that. their own beats on top of other yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's what I mean by these people are fucking talented. I wouldn't even know where to start. I wouldn't even know where to find the fucking play button. I have, uh, I mean, I've had friends in the past who were DJs, and they'd have me like scratch the record and shit. Like, oh, try it out. I couldn't. I couldn't figure. Oh, it really? Out. Yeah. You actually knew a DJ? That's cool. Couple. I think my generation just had DJ Hero. <laughs> <laughs> fucking DJ Hero. Yo, shout out to Guitar Hero though. Holy fuck. Yeah, Guitar Hero is awesome. Hero. Ryan, did you Guitar Hero? What? I can- Mike, I think my mic is fucking up right now. Give me a minute. All right, all right. Yeah, I fucking love Guitar Hero, where like you're sending the devil back to hell. That was in Guitar Hero three, I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And don't you have to play the devil went down to Georgia? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And that was not an easy track to play by any stretch. Yeah, no, I just, Especially I just remember staying up all night with friends trying to beat that. <laughs> No, I have a I have a deep seated love for Guitar Hero. I mean, Garage Band was cool too, but Guitar Hero did it way better. I just liked that it had like a story to it, whereas like Rock Band was just literally like play these songs with your friends. But at least Guitar Hero was like, yeah, there's a fucking story. Let's be. Well, it. maybe maybe one of them had a story, but I I don't really. They weren't memorable by any stretch for me. For me, it oh, was really? let's play these fucking songs. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, okay. I think maybe then. Guitar Hero 3 was just the one that was most memorable aside from Rock Band. Oh, but, it had like, um, the most banging tracks on it. Yeah, oh yeah. And like speaking of which, I'm really looking forward to that new um one that's coming out. Not a Guitar Hero, but it's by Ubisoft. I forget what it's called. Um just just, just dance volume. It's not the it's thousand not the just dance. Oh my god. <laughs> they they stopped numbering them and now they're just on years, I think. So it's not being or no, now it's on numbers when it used to be years. I don't know. They they've made so many, honestly. Yeah, but be honest, that's what you're looking forward to, just dance. I mean I played it a few times. It is fun. <laughs> but um no, fuck. There's the new one where you can use your actual instrument and hook it up to the Xbox and just like follow along oh, and like Rocksmith. learn how to play. It's been out for a while. Rocksmith, yeah, but they're they're having a new one come out. Oh, get out. Yeah, it's cool. it's supposed to be out this year is what they said, but they haven't announced anything yet, so maybe it got pushed back. I feel like if I got that, that would be something I would definitely use more. Oh, 100%. That's what I'm going to use to learn how to play the guitar. And I mean, like, it would be great competitively. I feel like it would definitely, it would force me to learn how to play guitar a lot faster just because I want to either keep up or surpass you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. We could do that. We could challenge each other. Ryan, you're back. Yeah. Guitar Hero. Yes or no? I played it a little bit, but it wasn't one of the games that I ever owned. Uh, 
I just never had any of the consoles at that point. So if like, you yeah. could have, if you could have had it, would you have had it? Oh yeah, I thought it was awesome. Did whenever you... I go right. to, uh, places, yeah, I never owned it either, but I had friends with it, and whenever we hung out, it, Guitar Hero would be the thing we played. Am I the only one who actually owned Guitar Hero and more than one copy or one edition, rather? I mean, probably. I <laughs> yeah, my, I had. One, two, three, whatever the Aerosmith one was. I was going to say Beatles, but I think that was Rock Band. Yeah. Um, Wasn't the Arrow one just a just a Rock Band DLC? Not quite certain they had a... Oh, no, um, they had an ACDC one. I played that one on the Wii. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, all of the DLC for all the games. Like, I just preferred Guitar Hero over Rock Band. Rock Band has, has yeah. some good shit. But, yeah, I owned, like, a whole... A whole chunk of them uh guitar hero 4 i think was a big one that's when they brought out like the new guitar that had the um the section where you could just tap your fingers on it instead of having to there was a fourth one drum and key yeah dude had all kinds of wicked music on it i think it even had tool oh is this world tour guitar world hero tour, world tour that was, that was the yeah one. okay yeah. okay then i do remember it yeah i don't think i've ever played that one but oh yeah dude tool sublime it had all fucking all kinds of bangers on that one uh, Van Halen's Hot for Teacher. Whew, that was a tough nice. one. Goddamn, that was a tough one. Yeah, no, I would, I would fucking, I won't lie. I would pay for a brand new Guitar Hero. I mean, Rocksmith, yes, but Guitar Hero. If they brought out another Guitar Hero, I would totally go. Out yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, that'd be really fun. I got pretty good at it. I couldn't play Master or whatever like the top difficulty was, but I could play Expert like a like a motherfucker. Like I had a I had a good hand for it. Nice. Yeah, I don't think I ever got that good with it, but it was fun. Fuck, that brought me down memory lane. Hmm. Old old games from the childhood. Well, I wouldn't say childhood. I was a teenager, late teen when those were yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too long ago. <laughs> well, it was a long ago. It was long ago for me. Maybe not for you. Yeah, guys. yeah, no, not for me. Yeah, no. Oh damn! Any other old games that we miss? Um, I well, you know, you know how I recently got a PlayStation. They had um. Ape Escape. I don't know if you have a guy who's ever played that. I'm not familiar, no. Is that Ape the Escape. one? Is that the one? No, that's Monkey Ball I'm thinking of. What's Ape Escape? Ape Escape is, as the name implies, um, there's apes on the loose, and they all have these little helmets that make them think better, I guess, and that's why they're they're so, um, what's it called? Escapey. Um, okay. But uh, <laughs> they just have these little like blue or red lights, and then there'd be like there'd be like cooler monkeys that were like boss battles and whatnot. And all you had was like a net. You were basically like trying to get monkeys in a net, and it was it, it kind of played like just imagine like Super Mario Sunshine, but you're going around catching monkeys with with your net. <laughs> like I don't know, it was just a simple concept, and it was just like a lot of fun and they have this game on on the playstation and it's free so i downloaded it and yeah you, you would you would i would and this is, because... and this, is this is an updated <laughs> uh, like a newer you said it's a newer version of the game no god no this is a oh PS2 it's the original game. yeah oh, this is the geez. original game like it's 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 backwards compatibility on playstation is not very good there's a lot of flickering lights and whatnot on the menus yeah. but but hey it was fun for like the five minutes that i played it but that was a game that really took me back yeah before it crashed (laughs) yeah ryan what are are your favorite games games of old oh man right uh (laughs) i mean 
I really liked Rage. It's not even that old, but that was but a the game first that... one. Oh yeah, no, I agree with that. That's in software, right? Look, the first one you mean? Yeah, yeah, the first one. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's from the two thousands, early early ish two thousands, isn't it? That was a that no, was a three sixty like, game. Yeah, it was a three sixty game, but it what? was like more yeah. of the later two thousands. I thought. I thought so too. Yeah. Like somewhere around two thousand and ten, maybe. That fucking wing stick. Let me tell you. Okay. Oh, yeah. That game was awesome. <laughs> it was actually what? Yeah. It was 2010. 2010. Okay. So, see, that's early 2000s. Yeah. Um, rocket ship yeah, that's, to the 2022. But yeah, now that you brought that up, that's a gripe that I have. Just how drastically changed the first game was from the second game. The first game was like a really linear, not super linear, but it was more linear. <laughs> it um, was pretty fucking linear. It was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it still had its like open world-ish elements, but yeah, it was pretty linear. It was like, go here, do I'll, this. Okay, I'll next give thing it is that. that. You could drive around a little bit. Yeah. But it, it did have like more horror elements and like exploration was a little bit more important. And then Rage 2 was just like this open world fucking you know, wannabe of, I don't know, like, kind of Careful where you tread, sir. Careful where you tread. I love Rage 2. You love Rage 2? I don't know. I felt it was okay, but it was just a big, empty world, and... and Oh, I'll give you that. There was a whole... (laughs) There was was a whole lot of nothing. The only... The only vehicle I really used was like the the one that let you fly early on in the game. Like oh, you unlock like it little, like first thing, like the little jumper thing that you can. It's jump like a quadcopter, yeah, like the jumper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever strayed away from like the main car unless I had to. Yeah, I don't think I ever really drove on the roads unless I had to explore for crates or whatever. But um, yeah, anyways, the first Rage was like awesome. It had like horror elements. It was actually more like it felt more like a survival game. Um, and I was really looking forward to a <laughs> sequel. ammo was hard to obtain. Yeah, yeah. the wing sticks. <laughs> the wing sticks actually like did something. I mean, they do in the second game, but it, it just didn't feel the same. Um, yeah, so. I agree with Ryan. That was, that's a good game. Rage 1. Rage I never played this one. I own it. I just haven't played it yet. Rage 2 is good. It's a lot more it's faster games paced. Pass. Yeah, totally. Um, it's definitely a little more faster paced. And there's there's abilities now um, that you pretty much treat like powers. There's like a dodge slash... Um, yeah, I mean, the abilities are pretty cool. Like, yeah. like a thrust, I guess. I don't, I don't know how you want to call it. A dash. Yeah. Dash, a dash. Yeah. And you can like double dash. But then you can like blast things and then you can um, set shit on fire. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of different abilities and you can like ground pound and slow time. Yeah, it kind of kind of reminds me a little bit of like Crisis. You guys ever played the Crisis games? Not overly. I, no, I think I played a little bit of like Crisis 2 campaign, but I don't remember Jack all. But that too just came on on Game Pass, did it not? Um yeah, I, I think, think the original ones one. maybe. I think yeah. the more the more <laughs> up to date ones are on uh uh, Game Pass Ultimate on PC. So I think I can play all three of them. I just haven't haven't even tried. The remastered ones? I don't know. They might be remastered. Here's a good oh. idea. Why don't I just open it up and take a, take a fucking look? Because, you know, I'm sitting yeah, at my computer. I'd, I'd be surprised if they had the remastered ones on there. I'm sure they'll come like a year later on... Is it an EA game? Yeah, it might come on EA Play. That might be just what, like, what it's through. Yeah, just like the, the Mass Effect no, Legendary Editions. No, maybe editions. these ones are just the... Uh, 
Maybe these are just the originals. I got Crisis, I mean, Crisis 2 Maximum Edition, whatever that means. It's been a while since I played the games, but they still look really good. Yeah, and that was actually one of the the bigger gripes when the remastered trailer came out for the first game, and people were just like, um, so you're just re-releasing the first game without any updates whatsoever? Because that's how good <laughs> the game looked. <laughs> like, I remember when those games came out, they were like top of the line, like... You, you'd need to buy a new video card to keep up with this game. And that's that's kind of how they were presented. And like, yeah. yeah. But we anyways, all those abilities <laughs> that were in... Sorry, Ryan? We were used to like set the standard for graphics for like 10 years after their release. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Can it run, can it run Crisis at 60 frames? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I played a little bit of... of of all of the games, but I never beat any of them. I don't what know is, why. They just never held my attention. The... What is the new PC standard? Um, What's the new crisis that everybody compares PC games to? I would say maybe Battlefield games are still that, because for a while it was Battlefield games. I can see the new Battlefield being considered up there. Especially when Battlefield, (laughs) was it 5 or 4 when that was coming out, and they were first throwing in ray tracing, and that was one of the first big multiplayer games with ray tracing in it on the PC. Battlefield 4? It might have been 5, or or 1. No, I I think you were right with Battlefield. Because yeah, that was uh, I wanna... Shanghai, Shanghai uh, the the tower that would fall. Because I'm pretty sure that uh, they introduced Siege Ray of Tra- Shanghai. Yeah, Siege of Shanghai. I'm yeah, sure they, that's the one. Uh, racing in the initial reveal trailer at like the E3 event or whatever that they announced that at. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I feel like Battlefield games are the kind of um, what's the word for it? Hallmark of of. Uh... PC. Graphic fidelity. PC Graphic fidelity. fidelity, yeah. And I mean, like, The Witcher 3 was when it came out. I'm pretty sure that one was top of the line. Because that's what I bought my new video card to play back in the day. You played The Witcher on PC? Yep. How was yes, that? I still have it. Oh, it ran beautifully. It was such a gorgeous game. Did you play and with I mouse can... and keyboard or, or controller? Uh, mouse and keyboard, yeah. How does that play? Is more or less what I'm interested in. How does that feel? It, it felt good. It was nice that... Because in if you play it with a controller, you have to do something like hold down left trigger and then do like A X B Y or something like that to get your different um, you know Ard Igni and whatever uh, oh, abilities. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you guys haven't played it, right? I played a little bit. Yeah, so your your magic abilities, you would have to hold down like one trigger or something, and then open up the little menu for it. And I think you you could only have like two or three hotkeyed or something like that. But on PC, you can like play a lot better and and more strategic than that. And because you have all five of your magical abilities on like one, two, three, four, five, for example. So you just reach over and click click the button, and and it was good. Battles were a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah, I, I highly recommend playing that game on PC. Okay. I mean, it looked good on my Radeon. I don't even know what I had, but it was it's equivalent to a 1060, and you, and you had a 1070, so yes, so it would look good. It would look good on your uh, PC. Well, probably, and I'm quite certain um, it's either on Game Pass or one of the friends who Steam Library shares with me owns it. Yeah, it's definitely on Games Pass. Yeah. Oh no, sorry, it was on Games Pass a while ago. Yeah, Ollie, no did we did we touch on what about you? What's your what's your favorite? game from years ago oh man my favorite games from from years or, ago. or or games uh yeah with an s yeah like, ryan i'm okay. gonna swing back you you think about this man. there's gotta be more than one game that you just well, fucking... here's oh, one yeah. i don't know if have you guys played much of the predator games i've played I almost have. every single one of them with the exception of the latest 
Okay, so you'll probably remember it better than I do because I was young when I played it, but I love that game. Um, I think it actually was an Alien versus Predator game, or it just had both of them in it. Or maybe they just came out so close to each other that I overlapped the two in my memory. But it wasn't um, the uh, it wasn't the old arcade beat 'em up game, was it? No, no. This one was like a first person. <laughs> this one was like a first person game where yeah, there's a there's, um, there's a few of them. Yeah, as you know, the alien, you were like crawling through vents and like just trying to be sneaky. And oh, there was one mission where it was kind of like a jungle biome, and I think you even got to play as a marine at one point. And like, yep, you get to play as all three. All three, yeah. Okay, was that in all of them or just? Yes, sir. Oh man. Okay, so then it was just one of them that I played. I haven't played all of them, but did you I remember it on PC or did it you was play on PC on console. Okay, it was on PC, think... and and one of my favorite things to do was to eat people's fucking heads off as the alien or <laughs> as as the predator. You got you got like your kind of rail gun, and when you shot at people, it would just impale that limb yeah. into like the wall behind them. And man, I spent so many hours as a kid playing that game. Yeah, dude. I, I I also had those games when I was a kid on PC. And fuck me, did I spend hours. I just sunk yeah. hour after hour. And then I'd play it and replay it and play it and replay it. Um, Unreal. No, I'm with yeah. you on those. Hell, fuck, man, I miss those. Those are, those yeah, are pretty old school. Yeah, I'm wondering if you know anything about the new Predator game that came out within the last, like, two years. It is a... Do you remember Evolve? Yes. Oh, no. Where it's 4v1. Really? So it's like that. Um, Do they not learn from Evolve? Well, I mean, they, they have. It's actually a very successful game. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it sure is. Um, maybe not like award, award-winning award successful, but it's still a successful game. Better than actual Evolve, because I think it was Turtle yes. Rock Studios that did Evolve. and Was it Turtle yeah. Rock? Yeah, it was Turtle Rock Studios. That was their Damn. thing when they... I think when they lost the Left 4 Dead IP, they made Evolve, and then now they're on Back for Blood. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, so good good comeback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so it's much like that. There's one Predator, and that's all played in third person, and you can stealth and jump through trees and whatever else. Uh, and then there is a team of uh, of commandos, I guess, and they're all played in first person. Yes. And, and you know uh, what? One thing that I remember about playing these games is I never bothered to look up controls. So, like, every time I played this game, I'd always, like, button mash just to figure out what I was doing. No, Ollie, that's poor That's <laughs> poor game management. If unsure, either play the tutorial or just look up the key bindings. Yeah, no. Tell that yeah. to kid, Ollie. <laughs> I am. I'm telling you right now. Too little, too late. <laughs> You're still a kid, Ollie. At heart, yes. Yes. No, no, at age. (laughs) (laughs) He's still young. One of my favorite games, and I don't remember how far back it came out, was a game called Dark Watch. And I don't know if anybody else has ever played it. It was a first-person shooter. I haven't even heard of it. Set in the Wild West, um, but it was a supernatural shooter. And you played this this character. I think his name was Jericho Cross. Oh, I've seen the box art for it. Yeah, and uh, you you're rob you're a train robber. You're of course you were because it's it's a western. Um, and <laughs> you go to rob this train, and on this train is like this ancient chamber that's got like a sarcophagus to some old old evil powerful vampire dude, and you unwittingly set him free, and uh, he ends up biting you on his way off the off the train and leaves you for dead and you get picked up by this secret underground society called the dark watch 
and uh, they more or less like force you to work with them because it's your fault. Um, but it was one of the first few games I played that had a morality system. Oh, um, where you could, based on you would come across these. What were they? They were something souls. You could either set it Dark free, soul. or you could consume it. There, I think they were called tortured souls or something like that. If you consumed it, it was evil, and it gave you evil powers, so to speak, more vampiric nice. powers. And then if you set it free, or what's the word I'm looking for? Cleansed it, maybe, I guess is the... Uh-huh. Either, it doesn't matter. Um, you would get a different set of powers and a different outcome to the game. There was, it's, it's, your decisions were also uh, changed the outcome. And it was dope. They were like... I don't know how many different weapons, but they're like the Dark Watch had like their own versions of like pistols and shotguns, and they all had like blades and stuff all over them. And then there was a whole bunch of like dismemberment and big open like arena style, I guess, objectives where you you just you'd hop into this zone and it'd be like go find all the things, and it's giant. There's enemies coming at you from all over the place. It was co-op, um, a little bit of free roam in like the second act of the game. Like it was, it was kind of all over the place, but one of my favorite games of all time. And I'm not going to lie. This game is due for a fucking remake. It is not funny. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the images of it and it, it, it does look quite old. It is. It is old. It was a PlayStation uh, three Xbox 360 or PlayStation 2 even, I think. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, back. PlayStation 2. Um, huh. Xbox 360 title. Like, it was so good. So many hours sunk into that. Nice. Definitely looks like yeah. something that I would have picked up if if I knew yeah, it. Yeah, it sounds like a concept. Oh, it was so cool. It was it was pretty dope. Any more, Ryan? Uh, do you guys ever play uh, any of the Lost Planet games? Yeah, I played, no. I played Lost no. Planet three i think that was the one that was on an icy snow world yeah lost they planet all 3, on that? i only got maybe like a couple hours into that game and i really didn't like it but lost planet 2 was awesome it was a completely different experience and it was like uh it was meant to be co-op it really felt like it was meant to be uh, at least two player co-op but you could have up to four right. people, uh-huh. and it, you would have this like grappling hook that you could use on basically any surface which for this game's time was fucking ridiculous i don't remember <laughs> when it came mid 2000s oh, you could have this in oh shit really yeah yeah <laughs> just a little bit is it still like happening or it's yeah. better now okay I'm... wait it is still happening or it's not uh no it's now not. it's better on now it's better on my end yeah yeah oh, okay well anyway it was essentially just uh like you would go around and you were trying to cleanse this planet of these things called the acrids i think that's what they were called something like that uh they're essentially like gigantic bug monsters that have different classifications in the same way that like a kaiju does um okay you progressively bigger and more difficult ones with more challenging objectives and stuff like that and there's just one where you're on this gigantic train that has like two separate railways that it has to ride on because it's so big and it has this massive rail gun at the front of it and you're fighting this uh essentially like one of the dude worms uh, it's just this massive being that's um just following the train underneath the sand and it'll periodically come up to attack you so as you're a group of two to four people you have to run around this train killing the enemies <clears throat> that it'll spawn and then throw at you while picking up right. massive L's that you have to carry as a team to the rail gun load <laughs> and, and shoot the thing. So everybody has a role, whether it's turning the gun, carrying 
firing the shell, shooting the gun, ad clear. And it was just insane. Like every part of the game felt like you were engaged no matter what player you yeah, were. Yeah, this, this actually sounds like, sounds like a really fun co-op game that I'd be down to play. It truly was. I'm not sure how well it played solo. I would imagine not not as fun. But as a co-op game, it, yeah. it was awesome back in the day. And was Lost Planet 3 not co-op? No, Lost Planet 3 was just straight up single player. You were playing as like a set character and you were just kind of doing like random objectives on a planet to set up an outpost. Whereas Lost Planet That's... 2, you went by like some galactic empire to go and cleanse this world of these like bug things. So you're just a badass <laughs> that runs gigantic weapons, just decimating uh, planets full of insects. Well, that sounds more awesome. It is. That's kind of crazy. That's it's got some Starship oh. Trooper vibes to it. Yeah, yeah. Also sounds yeah. like also sounds like they did the opposite of what uh, Dead Space did. It was single player for a while, and then they made it co op, and it felt like you should play it co op in the last one. Oh wait, yeah. Dead Space I, is co op. Yeah, the the third one is co op. I only played the first one. Oh yeah, so, the second one I think is where it peaked. But I personally thought the third one was was good, and people didn't like the third one. Hmm, I've heard huh. that uh, like the first one. Or the third one, I mean, and it was just like different. Never play but fear. I was actually fear, about yeah, to bring. I love talking about <laughs> Yeah, I've played all all three fears. I have played the first one. Loved it. Uh, that's another one of those games I did front to back, front to back, front to back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I only played a touch of the second one, and even less than that of the third. Well, okay. it's one of those series where the third game changes a lot. Um, just because it felt a lot more, I know it's a first person shooter, but it felt a lot more like COD first person shooter than the first two games felt. Oh, yeah. Um, but I thought they were all like pretty good games. Um, in the third one, you get to control a mech, which was pretty fucking awesome. And, and don't just, you like, also play as Paxton Fettel? Yeah, you do in the third one. That's gotta be nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember too much of the story of what happens in the second one, but I remember the first one the most, but that was, I went through like this period of time a few years ago where I was getting really into like, they're not super old, but I would say older games. Like I wasn't playing currently released games. I was playing games that came out like five to 10 years back. What kind of games? Oh, like fear to start. Um, mm. cause by the time I got around to that, that was like a good five years old minimum. I think like, when did they come out? Like early two thousands? Yeah. Yeah. That's like, a, that's like an Oh, Oh five, Oh seven. Yeah. And I was playing it in like 2012 or something like that. Or maybe later. Hold on. Maybe I'm not yeah. doing that enough. Yeah, justice. Like, one came out sometime the, in 2008 and like 2011. Yeah. The, the third one. Yeah. 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 That sounds about right. Yeah. I own all of them. Just the first one. Or was it the second one has like two story DLCs with it that are like yeah. completely glitched on PC and I, I can't play them for the life of me. They don't open up. I think that is the one. Yeah. And wasn't there a movie as well called Fear? Was that related? No. No? Okay. You're talking about the old Mark Wahlberg Reese Witherspoon movie? Uh, I have no idea. No. Uh, well, any movie labeled Fear, unless it's First Encounters Assault Recon, has nothing to do with. Oh, yeah, you're right. That is the Mark Wahlberg movie. <laughs> yeah, nothing to do with it. I thought there was a movie, <laughs> but no. Huh. Ron, you, you said you played uh, Fear? played a lot of the third game. I didn't really play too much of uh, the second, but I did play a bit, and I don't know if I've played any of the first one. But I loved the co-op aspect of it. I just love the jump scares, man. That's what I live for. The first Fear scared the shit out of me. Yeah, it did. I like was you'd high climb as up fuck, 18, playing in a dark living room, headphones on, sound cranked, 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I just love you. You'd climb up a ladder, and then, like, you would... It would the game would make you fear fucking climbing ladders because you'd climb up one and then there would be like a bloody little girl at the top of the ladder just like show up when you're at the top and you'd and fucking fall. And that's tip of the fucking iceberg. Yeah. It'd be I got to a point where like I didn't even want to walk around corners if the lights started to flicker. Like Yeah, yeah. And not to mention there was that enemy that would like be be invisible and you wouldn't really see them until they came within like two feet of you. Oh yeah. And and when you got to those areas, it was just like, fuck, I really don't want to walk this way because one's going to come out of nowhere. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was quite the experience. Yeah. But I miss the, I miss like the physics of those games. Like, I don't know what like engine the ridiculous, they were on. The ridiculous physics, you mean? The, yeah. <laughs> like an extreme uh, ragdoll. Yeah. You, like Breathe on a you, guy and he goes flying. Yeah, you'd throw a grenade and then just like everything would just go flying in the room. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ever play the darkness Ooh, is that the one where you're playing as a mafia dude jackie estacado jackie estacado yes i have played the second one i haven't played the first oh the first one's just as good well i think the first one's a little bit better that's just me uh but it's um yeah those games are fucking crazy that game also needs either a third one uh or a remake or a reboot yeah yeah that's true Ryan, you didn't play The Darkness? I didn't know. It's not a game I'm familiar with. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, it was like this first-person shooter, but you had, like, evil tendrils. I don't know if you can explain it better than that, Alex. I'm sure in you your, can. In your lineage of your family, I think you guys, I think they're cursed. Yes. And yeah, on was... the 21st birthday, I think, is when it takes place. 18th or 21st, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, This thing called The Darkness manifests inside you. And it is an evil, demonic, fueled by legit the darkness. Like, you had to, like, keep lights turned off or smashed if you wanted to have it out and stuff. Like, it was crazy. But you could, like, rip people apart. There was ex- gruesome executions that you could perform with your weapons and the and the demon thingies. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was this weird story because you played, like, a... You were a mafia errand boy, more or less. And, like, everybody around you kind of knows about the darkness, but... You don't know anything about it. It's strange because everybody else knows about it except you. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. like everyone in the in the family or whatever, the mafia family is familiar with it over the generations. But you have mm-hmm. to like learn about it. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a fun game. Yeah, it was a little all over the place. I won't lie, but it, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Man, I can't believe you haven't played the darkness. Fuck. I know you've played Dark Messiah though. Oh yeah, I played a little bit of that, and then we even played a little bit when uh, I came over that one time. That game is fucking yeah. awesome. It's buggy as shit, though. It keeps crashing it my computer. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's too old. It won't run. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, a buddy of mine was like, oh, just run it on uh, compatibility mode. Yeah, I, I don't have that option when I try to go into the file to sort that out. It's literally just not there. It's not a tab that I can click. Old um, games. So I'm, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I should know better. That game is from also from the 2000s and is old as hell. Ollie, have you not played Dark Messiah? No, but it looks like Die by the Sword. What is Die by the Sword? Yeah, I don't know what that um, is either. Just like a first-person uh, medieval game, it looks where you would. It was kind of like Skyrim, where you were just in dungeons all the time, but you were fighting like Ollie, skeletons. I'm gonna warn you now. There is nothing. Oh my god! Like Skyrim. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Die by the the sword. Sword or blade? Sword. Yeah, these are. This takes me back. Those are old games. Wow. 
Hopefully I think there was a more updated version that looks like not on Steam. Not, so I'm actually gonna have to Google this one. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a little older than your Messiah game, I think, but that's what it reminded me of. And what did you play this on? On the PC back when it was like Windows 2000 or something like that. Oh, oh, it's a third-person game. No, one of the games, or there was an element of it that was first-person. Oh, damn, 1998. Woo! Now yeah. we're now we're deep cutting 1998. <laughs> You want to flex? I can flex. I played Duke Nukem, Shadow Warrior, and the original Doom games back in the day in my childhood. Nice. Boom. What you got? I don't know. What's th- Maybe that is the oldest game that I've played. I mean, Mario doesn't count, does it? Yes, it does. Of course it does. Yeah. I never Ryan, could really get into the Mario games, though. That's the one Ryan, thing. Ryan, what's the oldest game you, you, can, you can remember back playing? Uh, I used to play a lot of Galaga. Like legit Galaga? Yeah. Like Arcade like arc- Galaga? Yeah. There's this place in uh, the West Edmonton Mall called Reds, and it was just like this massive arcade upstairs, and they used to have uh, a Galaga uh, thing, and I would go there and play for like pretty much the entire time I had coins. Yeah. Nice. Whoa. Yeah, it was yeah, awesome. I don't think I've ever played that. For a classic arcade Or my parents let me own a console. Yeah, fair. Fucking Galaga. Holy shit. Mm. I do have played a few... Fewer more round. Frogger, goddamn centipede. <laughs> yeah, dude, love those classic. I remember playing. Games. Yeah, Snake. Was that an arcade game? I want to say yes because of. I guess it started as an arcade game. Yeah. Shit. Because yeah, I just... play like Street Fighter and shit in the in the arcades. Yeah, I, I, I played... did play them when. Um, Tekken, I think. Tekken. Oh, right. Yeah. I, I played Tekken. that on the PlayStation too. I remember Tekken. Or like it's still Virtual around. Fighter. I played Killer Instinct in the arcades. Oh yeah. Way before its Super Nintendo release, hell yeah, dude! That game was ridiculous. There were lineups at the local malls arcade. Whoa! Like seriously, huge lineups, like giant lineups. <clears throat> that would go like the, the entire food court was like a big giant circle, and it was on the upper floor. And the arcade was in like one. <laughs> this is gonna sound stupid because I'm saying it's a circle and there are no corners, but it was in the corner of the circle. <laughs> nice. And lines would span all the way down to, like, the complete other side. Whoa. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I don't even remember seeing arcades outside of a movie theater. Oh, no? Yeah, no, would, that was that was my generational thing. It was it was just arcades and movie theaters, and they're getting rid of most of those. I think Chinook's the only one that still has an arcade. Chinook does not have an arcade. No, they got rid of it? Oh, where, I guess with COVID or something now. Well, where well, was Chinook's arcade? Or do you mean, like, like, in, the, in, the, in the Cineplex? Yeah, sorry, in the Cineplex is what I meant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's still there. Sorry, Ryan, what were oh. you saying? Oh, I, I just meant, I, I just said, like, the, he was talking about the games that are by the escalator to go up to the theater. Oh, no, the Games Workshop, you mean? Which, by the way, is not a Games Workshop anymore. What is it? I Well, it's still the same place, but I think they rebranded. It's now just Warhammer. Oh, oh wow, they went f- down in the corner. Yeah. Wasn't there, mm-hmm. like, a big controversy with Games Workshop for a while? I don't know. What did you hear? I don't know. Yeah, they made they made a lot of changes to the game or something to the guidelines, and a lot of fans were upset with it. Yeah, but whatever. Things need to uh, need to evolve and adapt. You take a look at at Dungeons and Dragons now versus back in the fucking seventies and eighties. Whole different game set. A oh, lot yeah. of the rules are still similar, but like things change. Magic, the Gathering, holy shit, things change all the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, who cares? I remember going there as a kid and trying to get into it, but man, that world has just so much lore, like the Warhammer series. Just so much. 
It, it was hard to get into school though. And like, I don't even know how does one how does one play a tabletop game? How do you do things? Is it all dice? Nope. Oh, I just remember they have these like radius cutouts for all the moves you could do, and it's some pretty elaborate like tabletop like painting all your figurines and that kind of thing. Like right, yeah. It's uh, you know what? It it's funny because I think I remember there being people coming into Brentwood. Uh, when we were when I was at the co-op cannabis there, and they were asking to have some of the recycled um, metal canisters that like um, leaves LBS would come in. Oh yeah, apparently, yeah. Apparently they were they were making those into like Warhammer robots or something like that. Really? Yeah. What well, bunch of they nerds? Were blocky in nature, I guess. I don't know. Fucking nerds who. D- <laughs> <laughs> like I wanted, I wanted to get into the series, especially because they have these. Um, turn-based strategy video games yeah. and they actually look pretty decent but i uh, i don't know man that's a commitment i've always had a fascination with warhammer um all of it not just the 40k universe but like you know like the classic stuff mm-hmm. but uh i grew up poor so nobody had money for 101 figurines yeah uh, and no one had time or money for a tabletop game yeah jesus it is and now is... I look back at it and go, I'm kind of glad I didn't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, no disrespect to the Warhammer community, but fuck, that's like, who's getting laid playing Warhammer? <laughs> well, there's 10 fans we'll never have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> But on the other side of that coin, I wouldn't I wouldn't Warhammer, but I'd Dungeons and Dragons. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So where does that put me or us? Well, equally scum, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Have to put us down in that, that lower, lower tier down with all the uh, all the Doctor Who people. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Not, Not bad. <laughs> yeah. Those fucking Whovians. <laughs> you know, I've tried. I have tried multiple times to try to get into Doctor Who, and I just can't. It is not entertaining at all. <laughs> what is it about it? that It's weird. The Doctor is something called a Time Lord, which is practically a god um, that travels through space and time to different worlds, universes. It's like, it's like the original multiverse, and then dimensions. Like, it's kind of all over the place. And it's just strange. And it's British strange. So it's yeah. like even worse. I just can't take it serious. Those guys are weird. <clears throat> well, I right. Feel like every serious scene that I've ever watched of that show, it, like something just ruins it. And I, I don't know. Like, I, there's this one specific scene that I remember. I don't remember what was happening, but there were these weird little trash can looking fucking robots that drive around. And Daleks. Yeah, sure. And so that thing was like, it, it was in the scene, and he was, the doctor was talking to like the, whoever the love interest of the show was at that point um sure. and they were having like, some heartfelt parting moments as he was going to go like save the universe or whatever he was doing and then his fucking trash can just chimes in and starts saying some <laughs> good and literally like any semblance of emotion that they had in the scene just out the fucking gone <laughs> oh my god <laughs> terrible man and like i only remember specifically that one scene but i know for a fact that every Every other part of that show, I felt the same way about. Hmm. Well, I mean, this show has been running since the 60s. Yeah. Maybe not consecutively, but, like, it's been around for a long time. 
Um, and it's still going, as far as I know, right? That they've got like a like a female doctor now. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, so I think progressive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that was totally, like a. It's only been around was... for like seventy years or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, I think that was like a big controversy when that happened. And now we have a controversy for what? Making progress? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Who hasn't seen a real woman of... before? <laughs> Of course they're scared. What do you expect? They should be huh. scared. They should be scared. <laughs> First, it's a female, and then they're gonna throw a, they're gonna throw a, a biracial in there too. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> some real some real fucking progression these days in television. Yeah, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh man, I don't even remember where we started. Dune, like how far back? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, <laughs> I know we started with Dune, but like, segue from I remember, talk, I, I remember talking video games, and then we now we're now we're into well, shit went, TV, and then composers, and then music, and then Guitar Hero, and, and then, then Rock Band, music. and yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one was all Christ, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that someone's keeping track. Hmm. We did say it was going to be Dune and then who the fuck knows, right? Like, just chant yeah. it off. We're just following through on our promises as I see it. <laughs> yeah, and that's a, it's a good thing to, to follow through on as a, <laughs> as a podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Anything else anybody want to talk about before we... No, no I think we're closing in on the two-hour mark here anyway. We're getting close-ish, yes. Yes, we are. We're about uh, 15 or so minutes out, but... That's okay. That is okay. Um, I guess we'll do shout-outs. You know, I've never asked either one of you. Is there anybody or anything you guys want to shout-out? No. I mean, I feel like I would just shout it out as, uh, as it was passed to me if I did. <laughs> That's fair. Ollie? No, I don't think so. Cool. Well, shout-out section. Shout-outs, of course, to Matt the Rat over at Rat House Productions. He is our producer. He puts out our stuff. And gets us exposure, so shout-outs to him. Shout-outs to the fine folks over at Twat.fm. I always shout these folks out. Uh, Fear Ennis and his wife, MDI, who do run the uh, World According to Fear and MDI podcast, who I am technically a co-host on, but uh, we haven't recorded in a while. I'm hoping that'll uh, that'll change soon. But uh, yeah, definite shout-outs to you guys. Without you, I uh, wouldn't have... I always say I wouldn't have had the gumption. Um, which is, which is true. I'm just trying to think of another way to say it. The wherewithal. I wouldn't have had the wherewithal to start my own <laughs> podcast. Um, shout outs to Kevin Feige over at the MCU. He's a fan of the show. Uh, <laughs> you keep doing you buddy. Uh, shout outs to Zack Snyder. Also a fan of the show. Um, we need to get on, uh, a proper justice league. You got to finish your legacy. Please. Uh, and uh, shout-outs to Ryan Reynolds, also a fan of the show. I'm just <laughs> starting to pull these out of my ass now. I'm going to start. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ryan, if anybody wants to find you on the internet, where can they find you? Just look up synthetic, S-Y-N-T-H-E-T-I-K, and you should be able to find it whenever by the time this episode comes. You always to throw it in there. Every time. Every time, because that's how it's spelled. Sin the tick. Synthetic. It's synthetic. I cannot I unsee that now. Either. You should never have told us that, Ryan. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Ollie, people want to find you. 
uh, Instagram, Oliver.hruiz, or wherever you can find Ryan. Which is yes, at Synthetic now. Followers. <laughs> over at the over at the Synthetic. All my followers just go follow Ryan. <laughs> and Smurfin. Why me? Because you're the in control of the show and all our handles and whatnot. Nah. You're your handles. I don't control that. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> God damn. Um <laughs> if anybody wants to find me, you can find me on uh Twitter at the real Snurfin or on Instagram at Snurfin. Or if you want to find us as a podcast, you can find us on both Twitter and Instagram at NerdyNomicron. And uh yeah, that's the show. Until next time, folks. Thanks Peace for out. listening. <laughs>